You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. I feel like you avoided this album oh, title. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I don't I mean what, it, what it says right here on the on the. I hate title. being bipolar. It's awesome. I have a theory yeah. about you, so tell me yeah. if you, if this is correct. Mm -hmm. I feel like you um, feel like being bipolar is part of what makes you brilliant, part of what makes you you, and you embrace it. Yeah, I think that's another one of those things where. People are like, how are you going to talk about it? The funny thing is, this is something I was like on the internet before. It's kind of, it was kind of funny, but by it's not an opposite. It's not I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. It's actually it drives more of how you really feel. It doesn't do an opposite thing. So I think it's important for us to have conversations about, you know, open conversations about mental health, uh, especially with me being black because we never had therapists in the black community we never approached like taking medication and i i think it's good that when i had my first complete blackout at age five my mom didn't fully medicate me because i might have never been yay and there's times where mm -hmm. at least i'm happy that i know like even like for this interview i knew i wanted to stay in a calm state because by the time i got to tmz i was ramped up so what was awesome is that the world got to really experience someone in a ramped up state and that's when you get these comments that just shoot out like almost like Tourette's because you, you have highs and lows and when you have a high mm -hmm. you're on a roll when you have a well, low you're well, not well there's some cases of bipolar where people go low I'm I'm one that uh goes high I like like Michelle Obama said, so you like, don't oh. have extreme periods of <laughs> of depression oh no no oh no because I just say it. I'll say it on real TV, like, oh, I thought about killing myself, and then the thought is gone, you know? Wow. So all people need to do is get on TV. That's really the solution. <laughs> well, they need to be able to express themselves without fear of judgment. What I love telling people is, like, who do you know? And yeah, let's go, especially black men, but, you know, I'm 41 years old, and I don't know anyone, you know, that up as much as I have that's still <laughs> as successful uh -huh. so I want to prove that you can get fat you can say the wrong things and you can you, piss a whole and you can off. be president of the United <laughs> States well, <laughs> yeah it's yo easy what's <laughs> going on y'all thank you for joining us on another episode of Epiphany Media Podcast I I need to say happy Sunday Eve. I was about to say it's actually Sunday, but it's evening. 
Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us. That, of course, was Kanye West talking about his bipolar disorder. Uh, Jimmy Campbell. Hey, um, you can say what you, you can say what you want about Kanye West. You know, he yeah, already in my book. I, yeah, I was not rocking with him for the longest time. Until that documentary came out, I can't even lie. What? So I'm, like, why, I'm like, why is he acting so crazy? I really don't understand. <laughs> understand what happened? So, so I try not to call people crazy because you don't know what they're going through or what they've been through. But I can say that you acting weird because weird is like a, a descriptor. You know what I'm saying? Like saying somebody crazy, like you are this. I don't like to do that. You know what I'm saying? But. Weird is like that's a little weird, you know what I'm saying? That's a descriptor. I'm cool with that. Um, so today we're talking about men's mental health. Um, uh, we have some you know high profile uh, um, people and experiences at like Kanye West or whatever. We want to throw some of our um, you know challenges and experiences in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, this this is how I, this is how I gotta this is how I gotta uh this is how I get Byron to open up pause is <laughs> I gotta not tell him the stuff I'm gonna ask him is him <laughs> live on air. Otherwise he'd be like, man, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. I don't, got, I don't got no experiences like that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put a pressure on, wait till the lights is on. That's how you gotta ask him questions. Um but yeah, man, so let's start with Let's start with Kanye West. Let's start with what, and this ain't about the people themselves. It's about the mental health aspect of what these people, you know, go through, and you know, and how we can, you know, use their experiences or whatever for, uh, you know, for for our own good or or as a conversation piece to, you know, uh, express or expand our own thoughts. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we're not, you know, hopefully we don't offend nobody. Hopefully, you know, we don't, um, I don't know. That's enough disclaimers, man. We about to, it's just our opinions. We ain't therapists. We're not counselors, you know, but we're people with, you know, life experiences and thoughts and all that good stuff. So we want to share and communicate and talk about it here. And if you guys got any questions or, or comments, or of course, go ahead and throw them in the chat box section thing. I feel like we're doing this forever. I don't know what it's called, the chat box or whatever. And uh, we'll be sure to get to it. So let's jump in. <laughs> let's jump in with uh, Kanye West and, and bipolar disorder, man. Um, so, like I said, I don't like to call people crazy. You know what I'm saying? But you call them weird. <laughs> I'm definitely calling them weird um, for some of the stuff that, you know, so because I, I believe just I believe that just because you are, just because you have mental health challenges, whatever they may be, whatever your diagnosis is, that doesn't excuse you from being like an a-hole. One, you know what I'm saying, that don't excuse you for being, um, uh, you know, like, you're still responsible for the stuff that you do, you know what I'm saying, even if you're mental health. Like, you still, that's still you, you know what I'm saying? It it is. But if he's having a uh, what do you call it? Yeah, if he call if he's having an episode, is that really him? Then, but, 
if if your episode if you know you have an issue right you know you have an issue and you don't seek help or you don't do the things that the experts you know prescribe to you or whatever about doing then yes you're bringing it on yourself because you see you uh you were looking for help or whatever you found it and they said take x amount of pills or take this or do this you know, meditate, whatever, whatever the case may be, and then you don't do it, or you do it in excess, or you don't follow whatever it is that the experts told you to do, counselor, therapist, whoever. Then, yeah, you are voluntarily you're, you're choosing to do something, you know, that won't help you or whatever. Like you're choosing to not, you know, do the things that could help you. See, yeah, I I agree with you when when you said that uh, you don't. Follow if you don't follow the experts' recommendations and you continue to have problems, then it's hard to um, it's hard to show any sympathy because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. You know, because if you was doing what you're supposed to do, the episodes may not come or may or, or they you know they might come um, every once in a while. Nigga from that documentary that I saw. He did not like taking his medicine at all. Like he's a frequent defy. Hey, I think, especially when he's in like album mode or something like that, that man don't take his medicine. He don't take it. Yeah, and, I, and it's it's just hard for me to find sympathy with that. Now, look, I'm not saying that everything that a doctor prescribe or every, um, you know, uh, whatever. I'm not saying doctors are perfect either. Where they like. Oh, you got this. All you got to do is this, and it's easily fixed or whatever. Because doctors make mistakes, or it might be you know this and that, and the doctor only caught one or the two. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that doctors are perfect, like. But if you don't even try, or you don't give it a chance, you know what I'm saying? Then we're, like I, it's, I can't have any sympathy for you, you know. No matter what the circumstances is, like it's very difficult to have sympathy for you know a person or something like that. For me, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're watching it on TV and everybody in the business, everybody know that you're not taking your medicine and then they see what's yeah. going on in your in your personal life. Yeah. Yeah, so. Because, like, even with, you know, with this personal stuff, and like I said, I don't, none of us know the ins and outs. Like, we, we all, you know, reading internet stories or whatever, or watching the TV shows, the Kardashian shows and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So none of us really know or whatever, but when you're on the outside looking in and you exhibiting this behavior, but you're talking sensible about, you know, family or kids or whatever, like people looking like, well, which one is it? Like, you know, which, what is it? Like, are you, do you want to be with your family or do you want to just be out here doing wild stuff all the time? Like, you know, cause one is not conducive to the other. So what, like, you know, what is it? What, what are we doing here? Um, so therefore, you know, you, uh, you're not getting the sympathy that you, you feel like you should deserve, you know what I'm saying? Which, which could lead to more breakdowns, which could lead to more, uh, you know, stressors and stuff. And now you just in like a never ending loop of, of, you know, bad decisions and, and thoughts and, and behavior. Now, in that Jimmy Kimmel, uh, interview, you see where he said that, uh, he had his first episode at five, right? Yeah. So this has been going on. He, like This has been something that he's had forever and he's made great music, you know, before it ever leaked out, you know. But 
when he had the tragic passing of his mom, then it was like he started, you know, drinking more, doing drugs. And me personally, I think that just made his symptoms worse. Because they said when he, um, remember, when he like passed out at a concert or something, he had to be rushed to the hospital or something. They said he was on pills and everything uh, during that time. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I get it, right? But <laughs> I'm not going to quote Cameron, but people live, people die every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, people lose family members and stuff every day. And you don't see, for the most part, I guess, you don't see people completely spiraling. Uh, I'm sure there are people that, that do. And maybe he's yeah. just one of the people that do. And he just so happened to be Kanye West. So, you know, uh, his life is kind of more on display than, you know, uh, the average person. Yeah, Jimmy down the street or whatever. Um, but I, I still, but then if you know that though, like if you know that, you know, you had your first episode at five, then not only should you have been seeking treatment before then, and we ain't talking about Jimmy down the street that can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we ain't talking about that. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about somebody who, I think his mom got, he, he had like five albums out before his mom passed or whatever, right? So this wasn't Kanye struggling to get on, you know, nobody's taking him serious, Kanye. This was established star Kanye West who knew that he had issues but didn't want to, that chose not to or whatever the case was, didn't seek to help, especially when something traumatic happened like losing your mom or something. Like, you know that you're susceptible to these things, whether it be addiction or whatever, you probably should be proactive in seeking help and stuff. Yeah. But then hey. again, that's me but, thinking as me. Like, if I'm a a, a person as you know ill, then I'm, maybe I might not think like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, all right. The the medicine may or may not work for him. I don't know, but what it what it. What it is doing, well, what he said is doing is he feels like it's you know making him lethargic. He can't be creative. Like he has no energy. I can't. Huh? You, you you said you can agree. I can agree with that because nigga, I take uh, I've been taking Claritin. You know, the weather broke. Spring is here. I'm sneezing. I'm taking Claritin every day, and I just been tired. It makes you tired during the day. We're just talking about allergy medicine. Is is Claritin the only allergy medicine? Well, not Claritin or Zyrtec. Like, is, is Zyrtec, what Claritin, if, what if, whatever it is, whatever it is that he's taking, whatever it is he's taking, is that the only one that's on the market? But that's the only one that works for me. Well, all right. That's over-the-counter stuff. What about prescription stuff? It's, just, it's the same. What I'm saying is, there's other methods. Like, there's more than one way to do everything. You know what I'm saying? So, if this medicine is not working for you, then there has to be another thing. There has to be another way. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell if you this. If, if you're allergic to penicillin, they don't just be like, hey, there's nothing we can do for you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, okay, we got amoxicillin. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, just whatever medicine. Like, medicine is so diverse these days. But then you, hey, but then you could be taking a medicine and they could say, well, this medicine has been proven to give you diabetes, so we're gonna switch you to something else. And that medicine could have been working. 
Now you're on something else. Now yeah. it's not working and it's making you feel sick every day. So now you don't now you don't want to take it. You're like, no, I'm cool. I don't want to take it. Go back. Go, you know, tell yeah. me you want to go back to the other medicine then. But then your doctor, like, I don't, I'm like, I'm not going to prescribe get you. you. Get you a new doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a million doctors in the country. Get you a new doctor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, hey, like, you know what? I changed my sense. I do sympathize with him not taking his meds. But I don't condone his. I don't condone the action that he be choosing when he don't take his meds, though. Yeah, I can't. I I don't know. I, I don't. I, the sip. And like I said, this is not about Kanye himself. This is just about people in general that don't do the things that they have the ability to do. If you choose to do something different or not to get help or whatever the case is, if you just can't get it, can't afford it. You know, whatever the case is, that's one thing. But if you choose, if you make a choice to not get help, whether it's going to rehab, whether it's, uh, you know, doing whatever, like, that's your choice. Like, you're making that decision to do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, to backpedal what you said, because <laughs> said, you said something about, you know, you are aware of what you're doing in the action. I was like, well, no, if you're having an episode, you're not aware, right? But. Also, I think you're right too, because I know you've been downtown plenty of times. Been taking a stroll downtown, walking where you're going. And you've seen people just just hey. talk, you know, just talking to no one, but having a conversation, right? And they're just walking down the street talking crazy. And you look at them, they look at you, smile, and they go back to talking crazy. So <laughs> I don't how, I, I think they do it on some of them do it on purpose too. How many how many people have you seen? And look, and we're being very general, let me be clear here. But how many how many times have you been on a bus and watched somebody be normal until so they get on the bus and then they flip out? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I and now look. I, like I don't know, I, and I'm not a counselor. I'm not a. Uh, I'm gonna say a guardian. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a, a therapist. I'm not any. I'm not clinically anything. You know what I'm saying? But it has to be something like that. You could be like, all right, all right, get it together. You know, what I'm saying, get it together enough to get on the bus, or you know, what I'm saying, whatever the case is. Like I had a guy that I work with, and um, he was working like the dish room or whatever. So he like all all while doing the dish room, like everything is cool the whole time until it's time to clean up. You know what I'm saying? Now he now he don't feel good. Now he gotta go lay down and all this stuff. Now I'm not saying that he doesn't have you know something going on or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But to be able to like come on man, every every time, like this is the only time you get sick is when the cleanup sound like it has to be something, Playing you know, some kind of control, you know, there. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I believe, in my opinion. It, for certain situations, I, I can't, I can't, yeah, mess, I, I can't speak I, for somebody who, you know, bipolar I'm, or whatever. Right. Like I said, I'm being, I'm being very general, you know what I'm saying? Very general. Uh, and just talk about the people that I've come across, my experiences. Um, MDJ said people don't change until it's not working for them. Um, oh, oh, but sometimes they change before they even give it a chance, though, before they even you know g- give rehab a chance or before they give the medicine a chance. Like, you know, they like, like people think just like, <laughs> like, no offense, but like older people and computers, right? They expect you to click on something and then it just happens, like. It's a computer. Like it still takes time to load. Like stuff still has to process. 
mean, everything is not an overnight thing where you just take a, a pill and then now you fixed or whatever. Like you have to like some it takes time. You know what I'm saying? And some people don't be you know patient enough to let things actually develop and become better. Uh, MJ said it's not always that simple. It can be a million factors. I, no, I said we're being general, but I mean the people that's getting on the bus. How does that work though? Say that last part again. I didn't hear it. The people that get on the bus, how does that work? <laughs> no, when, no, when they get off the bus, are they right stop uh, every time? But they talking crazy the whole time. I, like I don't. I, all all I'm asking is how does it work? I'm not saying. Hey, hey so look, if they having an episode, they hearing voices or whatever. I don't mean they forgot where they stop at. Fair enough. <laughs> Like you, like you seen people sleep the whole time on the bus, and then when they two stops away from they stop, they magically wake up every time. Fair enough. Fair enough. So if that if the sleeper can be aware, the person who's going through an episode they can be aware. But but uh, but most definitely taking the medicine is your is your is your first it's your first step. Now I've met people who told me like medicine don't work for them. Like whatever they they try all the different medicines they can take for their condition did not work, you know. So that's not no, all, you know. So they follow the doctor, you know, what the doctor yeah. said, but it's not working for them. So what other things they can do, you know, to try to help that? Maybe therapy, I guess. Talk to somebody. So, right. So we so we're gonna get more into. You know, I guess stuff to help or whatever a little bit later, but for sure. But that's what I'm saying. But it has to be something. Like you can't tell me that there's nothing, nothing to you know. What I'm saying, and you know, sometimes you got to be unorthodox. You got to think outside of the box for things that might help you specifically. But you know, it, it might not be medicine. Like I, I'm, I'm clearly whatever here to say that it might not be medicine. It might not be a prescription. It might not be. Um, you know, the more traditional, you know, Western sciences, as they say, like it, it could, but you don't know until you give it a shot, just like anything. Like, you don't know if you're going to fail at a task, you know what I'm saying, if you don't give it a shot, like with, with anything, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so I, I think, and just to bring it back to, to men, I think that, uh, wait, let me, I want to read this by Evan J first. He said, <clears throat> but for them, they don't need rehab because they're getting the outcome that they want. So you're absolutely right. I thought you meant it in a different way, but you're right. Like it's what that person wants. Like that, if they want help, then they'll seek help. Like you know what I'm saying? If they want to get better, then they will. So you're absolutely right, Ebony J. If the person is doing drugs, they don't need rehab because they're not seeking rehab. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not seeking help or whatever. Um and you know it's either said and done, and I don't want to be, I don't want any uh, uh, things you know stating that you know it's just easy to do all the stuff that we're talking about, you know. But we're just having a conversation about it, um, you know. And it can be uh, like just a, a million different factors, but so. But anyway, as far as getting diagnosed, I think that men have a hard time with that anyway because men have a hard time going to the doctor. Like we have a hard time to go get checked up. Like we talked about in our show a couple of weeks ago. Like, so not only for mental health, but for physical health. Like, we just, niggas just don't go to the doctor. Like, I don't, you know. Especially with, uh, I, especially with mental health. Like, who, 
How can you, how can you tell your, you know, your friends, hey, I, you know, I got an appointment with a therapist today. And first of all, they ain't real friends. If like, <laughs> first of all, they ain't real friends if they think it's a problem with that. But I'm saying it's hard for people to even say they're going to the doctor, a regular doctor. Yeah. I'm just getting a checkup, you know. For you to have the courage to be like, you know what, I need to talk to somebody about the problems that I'm going through in my life is... Like, what would you say if, if I or somebody, one of your friends called and was like, you know, hey, um, you know, can you recommend a good therapist or, or like, hey, you know, I need counselor or, or, um, or, you know, that has like, happened. You know, I need help. That has happened. What was your response? Uh, I gave them the information that, um, you know, that they needed. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, they came they came with me and they was having problems about a certain situation and um they didn't have they you know, I guess they thought they had to have insurance for this, but I was like, nah, you can go through such and such and still, you know, get the help that you need. And I gave them the information. I don't know if they ever went. I didn't like follow up with it because I'm like, I don't wanna you know, be all in a business like that, you know, but I gave him the information. No, I, I get that, but you probably should though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's I don't like, I, like that's not the thing that wouldn't be the thing that it, to be bad or, or to be not nosy about, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, I know, I know I asked, or I know I like asked that, did you go yet or whatever? But I was, I didn't like pry, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would Since be the subject. I, I, I've never had it happened to me, but nigga, I would be the, the complete opposite way. Nigga, I would be, like, inherently I'm not, you know, nosy. I, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever people want to share, they'll share. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. That's just how I think, but but if somebody actually made the call, like, hey, I'm uh, wilding or whatever. Like, nigga, I need help. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all in. Like, I'm diving in to find out, you know, because you, you know, you just never know where that person is. Like, so I need to at least find out, make sure, especially if you're one of my guys, right? I need to make sure that you know you're at least stable in this moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I would absolutely uh, uh, double, triple check. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even, even like when you was going through your experiences a, a bunch of years ago. Like, <laughs> I knew you. Was, <laughs> I knew you no, were fine. So, so I wasn't even. To, to I, look, I wasn't. <laughs> look, I wasn't even going to go there until and just so happened that question came up. But I, I'm not even going to get into it. But I just we were so young at the time that I could have, you know, did something or said something, even not to you, to your somebody. I could have did something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't. I was what twenty three or twenty two or something. I had no idea. You know, say I didn't know what was going on. I took it as, you know, hey, look, you know how black people are. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially black males, and you young at that at that stage. I took it as, you know, hey, fuck that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that's how you want to be. Fuck that nigga. Then, but like sometimes I do think about, or like when I listen to like some of your music or whatever, I think I think back like, damn, nigga. nigga Nigga, all I had to do was not be so, uh, no, like, 
<laughs> all I had to do was not be so hard. You know what I'm saying? And I could have like, oh, this nigga might need some hey. help or something. Like this nigga, I could make a phone call. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, hey. I was just so young, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember the whole experience like it was yesterday. So like Me I don't. Too. <laughs> Me too. I, I swear. So you came over for the uh, you know Epiphany Radio Show. It was the radio day. And nigga, I'm just I'm just going off. I don't know. I, like it was wild experience. I ain't gonna get into too many details. And nigga, you <laughs> the whole time you ain't say uh, not one nigga, word. When the music was playing and we were or or, or the, like so for those of you that don't know the, the whole format used to be. We play music, and then while the music playing, we'll be like kind of off air. We'll be talking about this, the next thing <coughs> we want to talk about, blah blah blah. And then when you know the music phase, we'll come back in and talk, and we'll go back to music or whatever. Nigga, it was quiet. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like it was it was very silent in that room. You know what I'm saying, like quiet, to you? man. <laughs> to you? Oh yeah, to me, yeah. <laughs> quiet, nigga. I, I'm thinking like, man. Like, I, so, like, nigga, soon as soon as the show over, like, I'm out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we usually sit around and chat or talk or like, man, good show or we could do this or ideas or whatever. Like that whole that last show though, nigga, like it was just you could feel it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just feel something off in the room or whatever. And you know, we, <laughs> so go, go ahead. I don't want to just go, so go ahead from from your perspective. Yeah. Then the next <laughs> the next time I see you was uh, at the hospital and shit. Yeah, nigga, because uh, it didn't like even, even, e- so all right, so I'll fill in a gap from that. So, like, your parents was calling me, like, hey, you talked to Byron? I'm like, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't, they didn't know what we have been going through, but I'm like, no, I haven't talked to him, you know, since Friday or Monday, whatever, whatever day the show was on. Like, uh, I haven't talked to him at all. Like, I don't know, I don't know nothing, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, Man, I know your parents for forever. Like, you know, I was a little kid, you know what I'm saying, when we started hanging out and stuff. So, but, nigga, I was just so removed from, you know, our situation that, nigga, I wasn't, uh, and I was so young. Like, I wasn't calling, checking up. Like, nigga, you was off. You did good. Like, it was none of that. You know what I'm saying? Just being young and not knowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going off to Zai. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I, I, nigga, I don't know how the hell you stayed woke so long in that damn hospital. <laughs> this nigga just kept, you just kept, was like, uh, man, don't let him close that door. I'm like, what are you talking about? Don't let him close the door. I'm like, the door is wide open. It's not like he was like, it was cracked. Like, the door is wide open. Like, nigga, don't let him close the door. I'm like, what do you, man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, all this time, though, I never, like, you know, the lead up to that, like, that was the... Like that was the the you know whatever you want to call it. That was the the uh, the incident or whatever. But the lead up, you know, what I'm saying if I had knew better at the time, or if I or we had been exposed to you know mental health stuff at the time, like it possibly could have been different. You know, what I'm saying before I even got to that point is, is what I'm saying. Like I, I wasn't trying to harp on the the situation, but just saying like it's something that we don't talk about like that. So in, in our community, so. Especially at that time, like, nigga, so we don't know. Nigga, right? you, you, you didn't know what was going on. Of course, I didn't know what was going on. Right. right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but now I look back on things and I'm like, look, like these uh, these rappers lie to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Big>. <laughs> hey, 
Fuck everything that they saying. Don't you know all that gangster shit? They be talking, nigga, all, whatever they talk about. Take that shit is is false. Nigga, it's, it, it's for them. It's not for you. Exactly. Right. It, it, it's entertainment. Exactly. It's entertainment. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to mm, trying to figure out how uh, how much I want to get into the situation. Now, the situation is hilarious and not funny at the same time um, to me because I I went through it. Like I know all the specifics about like what I was thinking at the time, but I'm not gonna say it on Epiphany Media. We might have to be getting paid. Like if we do this again, I might have to be getting paid to say that. But what I will say is, um, the after everything, after everything happened, like I was like, like how? I, I, my first thought was like, how is this possible? For real, for the first month after I got out of the hospital, like it's a blur because like, I was on, I was on those Kanye men. So. I don't remember what happened. Like I, I would just remember being asleep all the time, tired, sleepy. I didn't want to do nothing. That's all I really remember. Um, I remember going. I remember going out kicking it with a friend, and uh, we went to the movies or something. And uh, I just didn't drink because of the medicine. And I'm like, man, I hate this medicine. I hate how it's making me feel. You know. Um, like that's why I say, like, yeah, I understand about not taking that medicine because it ain't, you know, it's not. I don't know, you don't feel like yourself. I gained fifty pounds off the medicine, right? Coming from somebody who always worked out, they didn't say now fifty pounds overweight. Um, I don't have any motivation at all. I don't want to do anything. Um, yeah, so it's just. I, I, like I understand, and so then at the same time, um, you know, you start the therapy or whatever, and like try to figure out, you know, what was going on, whatever. And the therapist like, hey, <laughs> like, like, uh, you know, out of all the people I see, like, nothing is wrong with you. I mean, you you just can't <laughs> you just can't be off the side anymore. So, um. After I got past, you know, after I, like, then our conversations turned into just the, you know, regular therapy sessions because that's not even, that's not even her worries anymore because, you know, it was just a one time occurrence or whatever. And, um, you know, I talked to her for a year. You talked about, you know, talked about some other stuff. And, uh, oh, I'm like, I'm cool. It hasn't happened since, but it's like, I don't know. That was a, just a crazy experience. Yeah. So, so that whole time, like we wasn't in contact. So I, you know, I didn't know. I think I, you know, I think your parents told me like when you had, when you came out, when you got out of the hospital, or whatever. And then <clears throat> I think um, I, think I, I might have heard from you one time or something. <laughs> he was like asking about, he was like asking about your guns or something like that. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have no idea. But it didn't. That was like, yeah. I think that might have been like the last conversation we had, and that was like even a text conversation for like you know years and shit. Um. So yeah, so you know, I I can you know so just like we were talking you know on our on our last episode for those of you that don't that didn't see it um. 
uh, it, it was pre-recorded. It wasn't live. But our last week episode was talking with um, with a with a, a Marine veteran, and he was talking about some of his struggles. You know, uh, but you got a perspective like that. I I I don't have. You know, what I'm saying so not only because of the stuff that you've been through, but even going to counseling, you know, what I'm saying like I've never, I've never been to counseling or, or you know, any anything like that. So right. you got a valuable, you know, uh, uh, like experiences to pull from. So not only for this subject, but you know, to help others or, or whatever case, like you got experience in that. If you, you know, dive into it to, to not here, but just in general, you, you got experiences that you can tell people that you can relate to, you know, to, to kind of make them feel like they ain't the only people that go through stuff. Like, that's what I'd be saying. Like, it's cool. You know, you just go on to talk to somebody. Like, you can talk about whatever. Like, you don't have to talk about, you don't have to go there on your, your first counseling session and, <laughs> and talk about all the traumas that you had in your life in that, in that first hour. Like, hey, hey, if, I, hey if I, when I, I if slash when, because I'm not opposed to it, but like, I was just like, man, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to send them the, our childhood trauma episode as a, as a pre, you know, I say a pre thing. Like, watch this to get the backstory of of you know, my childhood trauma, and then when I get there, we can start talking about you know, up, up, you up to speed now. That's my childhood stuff. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, I, that's why I'm not opposed to it. Like, but <sighs> yeah, I, it, it's I don't know, man. It, it's it's I don't know. I don't have the experience, and I, you know, I'm not saying like I wish I did, but you know, I'm sure that can be a traumatic, you know, type thing. But um, like I say, it is a definitely like an interesting perspective that you can help people with or whatever if you choose to do so. Um, how do you feel about uh? <laughs> have you ever? Not just with that situation, but like, have you ever felt like you couldn't control yourself? You know what I'm saying, or, or like you lashing out any any type of way? No, never. No, <clears throat> not even like violently. No, like, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about that specific situation, or are you just talking about in general? This is general, just as a man. No, like, 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 so I, like I couldn't control my emotions. No, no. Yeah. Cause you know, so some some guys or, or or males or whatever can't, you know, we we tend to hold stuff in, you know, bottle it up until it comes out as something extreme. You know, what I'm saying, you ever had any like violent lash? Just in general, not about that situation. Just with violent lash outs, no. No. Hey, some sometimes you gotta get violent, man. I don't believe in violence as the reaction to violence. For me, I just couldn't connect to violence being the answer. Love had to be the answer. Oh, wow. Hey, sometimes, sometimes you gotta get violent, man. <laughs> hey, sometimes love is not the answer. You gotta get violent. No, clearly that's that was just a, a build up to the Will Smith, Chris Rock. Uh, situation, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I agree and disagree. That's, that's funny. Sometimes uh, it's time to get violent. Sometimes you might have to. 
You might just have to bite the bullet sometimes in certain situations. So Angel asked me, have I ever had a violent lash out? Never. <laughs> never, not even close. Like, honestly, like not even, I've never been close to, like, my, myself or anybody that was, like, around me. Never. Like, I've never even had, like, the... The thought, I don't think. Like, I've never, I've not even close for me. Um, I, I've, I've never had a violence. Look, I'm a peaceful yeah, person. I don't, ra- I don't raise my voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a peaceful person. Like, I don't, hey, it's, it, you get into it with people, but you just got to be calm and DS, try to de escalate the situation. Just doing all that yelling just, just, it's just worthless. Exactly. It has no point. Now I'm 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 very logical. Um, therefore, it it takes away from my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes because of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I, I'll I'll have situations whatever where I remove feelings from it because I'm so logical. And I'm not saying it as a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just it that is what it is. You know, so even in like relationships, like sometimes I'm so logical in my relationships, you know what I'm saying, that I forget that there's actual feelings and stuff there involved, you know what I'm saying, that that complicate that complicates things. Like it's not super black and white, even though that's just how my mind works. Like it, either it is or it ain't. Like it's no real middle ground, but that's not yeah. true in relationships. And yeah. I don't mean like just like romantic relationships, like in friendships and in, in you know business relationships like it's, it's never just black or white like you have some even if it's a small bit but it, there there is some nuance there you know what I'm saying uh, <clears throat> like with the Jada and Will situation I mean when the joke was said logically in his brain oh it was a joke yeah right but when he looked at her yeah Phyllis, you know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah, Phyllis, Phyllis, oh I see my I see my wife hurt now I got to react in a violent way. Right. <laughs> on TV, <laughs> on international television. Right. Like. Now, now, I know some of y'all might be thinking that Will Smith, Chris Rock stuff is old, but it happened right after we went off air. Then we had a week off, and then we had a recorded show. So we're a couple weeks behind and talking about you know stuff that popped up or whatever. But and um, it's not no, that's forever. Like that's something yeah. that you're not <laughs> like you could just forget about it. Ain't like yeah. You know, some stuff would be over in a week, uh, whatever. Nah, people have been talking about this forever. Like, his career is drastically changed off of one thing. Some man who who did positivity for the last thirty years. Well, yeah, yeah, one thing. One thing. You haven't heard anything bad about this man doing anything wrong. He slapped a man. Slap a man. Not not beat a man down. Oof. I pummel him. He slapped the man. Open, open palm. <laughs> open palm. Smack this man. And it's, his life has changed forever. So, no, this is not going anywhere. But we're just using this as a sample for men who can't control their anger. You know, because it's a, it's a, especially with men, like, if somebody starts talking crazy to you, your immediate reaction is, like, we got we to gotta fight. So <laughs> immediately, like it's that's like we're like, we're point. fighting. You say something disrespectful to me, like it's a good point. It's a, it's a very good point. There's no back and forth. 
So <laughs> sticking sticking with Will for for right now, like I don't want to say like, have you ever had like a situation that was similar where you felt like you had to like you know defend the honor of, of your lady or whatever? But but what do you think like mentally at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like what was he going through mentally now? You know, so let's keep it. Did you read his book? Did you say you read his book or something? No, I, I never read it. I, never, I haven't read so, it. So, oh, oh, I watched his uh, his thing on YouTube when he was trying to lose like 20, 25 pounds or something. So, people was talking about the book, talking about you know how he he says something to the the, the words of "I felt like a punk my entire life," or or his stepdad or some of his mom or whatever. He felt like a punk at some point of his life. He felt like a punk. Um, and uh, at some point, Jada talked about having alopecia or whatever. But let's keep it separate. Let's say you didn't know any of this stuff. Like, I didn't. Like, I didn't know she had alopecia. I thought, she, like, well, look, women just shave their heads sometimes. Like, I, I, I was not supposed to know. I just, I just thought her, that was her new thing. She always had a shortcut yeah. forever. <laughs> when, she was, when she was peaches, she was the queen of the shortcut. Like, uh, maybe Holly Berry. But same, same, same thing. You know? Yeah. So, so but let's, let's keep it surface of, like, not knowing any of that stuff, like just what do you think was mentally going on, like at the time, at the time of the joke or whatever? Well, if this man just wrote this book where he told the whole world how he felt like a punk and how he felt like he got to fight for his family, you know, be the protector of his family, his wife just had a show talking about, you know, how, you know, how she feel about her hair. This is nationally known. The writers of the Oscars take that stuff and write it about you. Know you go sit in the front row. They already know you're getting sitting right there. (laughs) You know, sitting right there. They write this stuff. His hey, his frustration shouldn't be taken out. Shouldn't have been taken out on Chris Rock though. You know, that was the wrong person to take take it. He just you know saying what the teleprompter is saying, telling him to say. Right. I agree with that completely. Now, let, let, let me ask you this. This is a hypothetical question. I'm Chris Rock. <laughs> you Will Smith. You know, I know you and your old lady. Your old lady, you know, got a problem with uh, uh, fucking uh, buying buying too much shit at the store or something. And I, make, I make a joke about it live on stage. <laughs> And I'm knowing this. We we kick it all the time. I make a joke on stage, and you look over and see her crying. Hey, <laughs> now look. Now, am, am I me as logical me, or am I me as an emotional Will Smith? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it, I think it's because for me, if it's me as in me, I, look, I I got a theory for for like comedians. I've always had comedians, non comedians. Stuff that's supposed to be funny. I don't have any problem with you talking about like how fat I am or how dark I am or whatever, as long as it's funny. Now, granted, the G.I. Jane joke wasn't funny, you know what I'm saying? But for like Oscars, it was it was an Oscars joke. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a DL Hughley, I'm about to rip the crowd joke. You know what I'm saying? It was an Oscar funny joke. Um, so I don't have any problem with any joke. Comedian or otherwise, as long as it's funny. Like, but it actually has to be like I'm making a joke. I'm not, you know, what I'm saying trying to be hurtful or whatever. So, you being my guy, 
I automatically you automatically going to get the benefit of the doubt because why would you say some hurtful to me? You my guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm emotional, Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? If I'm uh, emotional, um, then I can see being conflicted in that moment. Like, yeah, I, I did laugh, and it looks bad, and my lady is not laughing. That's not, you know what I'm saying? I can see the conflict, and now I feel like, but I wouldn't hit somebody, not in that situation. If you want to walk up and say, hey, my wife's dealing with something serious, don't joke about it. You know what I'm saying? Please don't joke about it, or demand it, don't joke about it. Cool. No issue. But if if mentally you're unstable. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Hey, because... Hey, Especially men, it's like a switch that go off like, where you go from just calm to like just crazy. <laughs> I, I, look, I've had experiences where <clears throat> I've had to ramp up to matches. I want to say match somebody's gangster, but also like nigga, I, nigga, if you want to take it there, we can. Like I, I've had to go from from zero to a hundred. Like nigga, whenever you're ready, you know what I'm saying. With with you know the lady I was talking to at the time. Like you know, in, in like uh, you know, a part of this, um, you know, but it, it never. I, for me, though, I'm more methodical. For me, so I wouldn't like it. Would have to be. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not a like a. You got to punch first or any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But you got to make a significant move. You know what I'm saying? For it to get physical. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's not going to get to that point, then, you know, it's all conversation, which is fine, but it's, it's meaningless, as you pointed out earlier in the show. Like, ultimately, like, this talking stuff is meaningless. Like, you know, it's, it's just words. Like, who, who, like, I don't know you. You know, what do I care what you say about anything? You know what I'm saying? Why, why would I care? Hey, but, but, but it's the disrespect, though. Like, it really ain't even the words. It's the disrespect. Like, can you get over the disrespect? Now, now, disrespect is something I have a real issue with. Like, and, and it's something that I have. Now, granted, I don't get disrespected often. Just you know, for whatever for whatever reason, I'm just gonna leave it at that. For for whatever reason, I don't get disrespected often. So I don't have I don't have you know uh, to practice like I did when I was younger. Even even then, I wasn't getting disrespected, but. You know, it, it was it, it's just different or whatever. Um, but disrespect is something that I personally have an issue with. Like, I have an issue with authority. Like, you know, it's just certain things I just... Yeah, disrespect is something I can't take. That's why I, jokes, as long as it's jokey, I'm fine with it. You know what I'm saying? But when you start getting disrespectful, which I don't believe Chris Rock did in this situation, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, in this day and age... Not just black women in their hair or whatever. Like women are just—I mean, everybody is just sensitive when you comment about appearances. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, good or bad. You know what I'm saying? You're like, man, you are beautiful. You're like, oh, don't, don't look at me or you know whatever. I don't know. I just made that up. But uh, <laughs> good, like, don't bad, look at though. me. But then on Instagram, I got three thousand likes. 3, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I don't—I don't think it was. That situation specifically, I don't think it was disrespect. Personally, I do have an issue with disrespect. Uh, men or women, like disrespect is, I, I have an issue with it for sure. 
No question about that. So let's talk about the other side of it, though. Everybody was like, man, Chris Rock didn't uh, – but Chris Rock just stood there and took the slap and this and that. And I know personally I said – if Will Smith ever slapped me like that, I would have broke his neck. Like I would have suplexed him, like I was, I would have stone cold stunned this nigga on the stage and broke his neck or something, you know. But what about, <laughs> what about, um, you know, like the Chris Rock point of view? A reporter that you were diagnosed with a condition called nonverbal learning disorder. Yes. Um, when did you recognize this or, or or know that you had this? A friend of mine told me that I may have Asperger's, so I got it checked, and it turned out that I had something that was a lot like Asperger's. I kind of have a hard time with uh, nonverbal cues with people. I've always have. I didn't know I did, but I kind of, I'm great with words. I can mm. hear, and I can, like, but most communication, they say 70% of all communication is nonverbal. So my, you know, my relationships, even with my family or women I dated or whatever, it's always, it was always something a little off and I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, and being diagnosed with it has put me in a position where I can, I, you know, I, I have a specialist, I got doctors, I got, you know, certain medicines and stuff that help me deal with it. And, and honestly, with anything, once you're diagnosed it opens it up to you. It's, everything's easier once you're diagnosed. And this month is um, Mental Health Awareness Month, and I'm kind of going off script, but I know that you talk openly about therapy. How important is it for people to realize, like, it's okay not to be okay, and that therapy is something we should all at least... Therapy is something we all need, you know. Uh, it's, it's definitely okay to not be okay. It's also just, like, we... We live in this world where everybody wants to be so self-made. And I did this by myself. And what happens is we shut ourselves off for people and we don't ask for help for a lot of things we need help for. And therapy, I, I, you know, I do a therapist, I do two therapists and I do a group. Telling people my problems but also hearing other people's problems and realizing that you're not alone. You know, you're not you're not a freak. You're not a bad person because, you know, you might have done something or you acted out here or there. You know what I mean? So we need to, you know, that was kind of the good thing about the pandemic in a weird way. It, you know, we knew we needed each other. So that, of course, is Chris Rock uh, talking to Nate, Nate Burleson, who somehow became a reporter after leaving <laughs> the NFL. Um, but talking about him and, and his mental, uh, you know, uh, deficiencies or whatever. So, like after hearing that, and uh, I think he did uh, more, you know, a couple more interviews in, in regards to it. So it's not, I don't, what, I forget, what did you say it was? Um, non, what is it? Nonverbal um, communication. Uh, cues like nonverbal. Like like he not. Yeah, he's not good at nonverbal nonverbal communication cues. Right. So I, I so after hearing that and hearing other interviews about him and his situation, I can see why, you know, and he said I'm, verbally, I'm good. I can listen. I can talk. So being a stand up comedian, that would make sense or whatever. But when, you know, when something when it's a physical altercation, 
and, you, and that's something that you struggle with. That's his mental, you know, his thing that he needs, his, his, you know, his, his mental health uh, issue. I can see why you're just standing there because like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is, you know, I'm frozen or, or you know, whatever the symptom is. Like, so it, it makes sense to me after, you know, finding out more information of why, um, you know, potentially, I don't want to say guaranteed, but potentially why, you know, he, he didn't move or why he didn't do anything to, to protect himself or whatever the case may have been. Um, so everybody looked at the, the Will Smith side of it and, you know, how, how negative it was for black men. And, you know, you know, some women's like, oh, no, I have a problem. He defended his family, blah, blah, blah. But it's two sides of every story. So what about the Chris Rock side? Like, what about the him being bullied, you know, side? What about his, his mental learning, mental learning? His, uh, you know, mental health issue that he's dealing with, you know, like a lot of people put that kind of on the back burner or whatever. They just looked at the the part that sent Will Smith over the top instead of the victim in the situation. You know what yes. I'm saying? So what do you think about... Jada most definitely wasn't the victim. <laughs> yeah, nigga, right. Not a, uh, a weak-ass joke. You know what I'm saying? What do I think about what? Sorry. So just, you know, just what do you think about Chris Rock's role... You know, like beyond the joke, but uh, you know, even his mental health in 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 this in that situation in the the slap situation. Beyond the joke, that could be a very uh, tough new show. Um, yeah, beyond the joke, I like it. That's the next special, hey. But um, <laughs> I uh, man. Cause every like my first instinct was like, why would he just let him smack, smack him like that? Then sit, go back to his seat and just cool it. But like now I see like he just was. I was first of all, he's probably shocked that that even happened because that probably, probably never, shot, yeah, sure. never happened. Uh, uh, the amount of wild stuff that he say, he never been smacked for it. Was, that's why he was like, it yeah. was a GI Jane joke, dude. Right. And, and right, he was like, it wasn't a joke about alopecia or about her being bald, nigga. It's about G.I. Jane. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's what the joke is about. You know. So you're right. I'm sure he never had nobody rush the stage, all the all the uh you know, all the stand up he was done. Um, you know, but it's just a another side of, of mental health that some people um like that we that we just don't talk about often. You know what I'm saying? Especially when, you know, yeah, so yeah, people that's so boisterous about it, like a Kanye West or um, you know, even so like a Lester like a Pete Davidson or whatever, but you know, the the stuff that's easily dismissed as, you know, especially in the black community, like oh, oh he's soft, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he 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 this or he that, you know what I'm saying? It's just so easily dismissed that you know, we don't even think about it as, you know, how, how much of a victim that we all are when we grow up in, you know, like environments that we did or or, or worse, you know, for right. that matter. Right. He went to private school, but he stayed in the hood. It's like everybody yeah. else. But that initial, that initial smack, like shocking. Like, well, how would you feel when Muhammad Ali smacked you? I don't know. I don't know. Muhammad Ali, I don't know. I would look. That's a good point because I would be so stunned. Like, should I be honored that it was Muhammad Ali, 
You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, but if we're talking about Will Smith as Serena and Venus dad, I'm breaking his neck. That's what I'm doing. Um yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I I, I feel like uh and look, and it's nothing wrong with being emotional. Let me just rewind a little when I was talking about emotions and facts and, and logic. Um it's nothing wrong with being emotional, but you know, I think people forget that, you know, we're talking about um <laughs> like one of my favorite jokes is like like self-esteem, you know what I'm saying? All this stuff that's controlled by yourself. You control it. That's why it's called self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you are, and I feel like feelings, emotions in general, but you shouldn't let them control you. Like you should be in, in control. And I, and I get that, I guess it's not always possible or it's more difficult or whatever the case is. Um, you know, but I don't know, man. I, but like, but but imagine being how old is Will Smith? Like forty something? Then they're fifty. He might be fifty. He he. What's going to be fifty? I think he did bungee jumping for his fiftieth or something. Well, uh, Chris Rock's like fifty-five ish, fifty-seven ish. But imagine being that. Older. Imagine being that old and you don't have your emotions um, upset. It, it's absurd! People, absurd! Look, it's, it's people that just did some wild shit in the street. Uh, growing up based off emotions and they got older and they just it's not it's not even it's not even worth it i'm just gonna yeah. let them talk it's not even worth it i'm gonna go on with my day because they ain't even about shit <laughs> man i yeah that's, especially that's when you know you're gonna smack fire out of somebody but and that's what i'm saying just go back to like the kanye situation like if you know that that's the issue for you you're will smith like you have unlimited resources when it comes to you know seeking help getting help um you can have you got that has a therapist that's what i'm saying right that's what i'm saying like you have enough money to have your own personal therapist as in a person that can be on call for you you know saying when you need that person you know what i'm saying like your therapist literally not your and his and her and his therapist this is your therapist you have that type of um money or whatever uh so to to let something um to let something get you into the mind state that you have to devolve and so it has to be a physical altercation um you know there's no other way for me to express myself than to be physical is ridiculous to me that's another thing where i have a hard time uh feeling sympathy for people who do who who do stuff like that, when you have the resources, like, you know how many people, and I'm asking this rhetorically, you know how many people, uh, you know, live life every single day without any resources, and I mean, mentally, um, you know, whether it's you know good fresh food or whatever the case is, like they grow up without. You know, family support, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, amenities that we take for granted. You know how many people grow up with that stuff, grow up or live currently with that stuff? Yeah, you have all the resources and you are, you don't take advantage of it. Or you get to the point where something is able to control you. Like black people that flip out, and I'm not happy about it, but black, black people that flip out when a white person say nigger or something, right? Mm-hmm. 
nigga, nigger, whatever. Like, for you not to be able to... Uh, but that's that disrespect, though. <laughs> no, it, it, I'm not saying I'm not saying that your actions should be nothing, but I am saying that if you feel like your only, and I mean your only result is to make it physical, then like, you know, you, you lost it somewhere. For me, you know, what I'm saying like, hopefully, you get to the point. Hopefully, everybody gets to the point where you know it could be sticks and stones again. You know, what I'm saying it's just words, man. They have no bearing. That person doesn't control how you eat, live, or make money. You know, it has nothing to do with anything. You can ignore it. I agree with you. It's just words, but that word is a trigger word for many. No, no. I'm not saying this should be nothing. <laughs> let me let me be clear. I'm not saying that I would have no reaction, but I am saying that uh, if physical is the only reaction that I have, um, you know, I, I went wrong somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That that's 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 and look, this is just my opinion. So you feel differently, I completely understand. Um so let's uh let me see. So do you do you do you have like a go-to person uh that you can go to like to talk to like when you need like help or 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 when you like when you're going through something like mentally challenges or whatever like do you have a, a go-to person do you have like a um i don't know like what, what do you do what do you do when you just like going through it mentally i like to be alone you like to be alone it's peace quiet i have to worry about anything i don't know it relaxes me like a reset. Uh, but if I need to talk to anybody, you know, more than like my wife. That's that's good. You know, no, I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect here. Because uh, your your wife, your wife, your 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 partner, whatever, should be your your number one friend. You know, that should be your real best friend and shit. So you should have, you know, sense. So I get it. Um. But as we as we've seen with some of the wives that watch our show, um, that shit ain't always welcome. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they don't be want to hear that whining, you know, uh, crying all the time. To, I don't want to say no names, but yeah, some sometimes the, the women that watch our show and we have a sympathy for that. Um, but that that's super cool. I don't, I don't have anything like on the opposite, but that's super cool if that if your wife creates that place for you to be um you know uh uh like creates that safe space for you you know what i'm saying to be able to come and talk to uh to her mentally um it's not that way for everybody though be honest who do you call when you are at your lowest who is that one person nobody i'm a man no one cares not a single soul. Nobody. No one. Because I'm all alone. I think I speak for um, a lot of people when I say that um, I, I don't call anyone. Nobody. I'm a guy. Nobody gives a shit. Speaking for the guys when I say this, literally no one. <laughs> Y'all call someone? Nobody. Just nobody. 
no one to talk to. So no one. Who cares? No. No one. I have a man. And uh, look, notice how I said, hey, I like to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, now I, I agree. Uh, I agree with you. I, uh, I typically, um, yeah, typically I, I would be alone. I'd be by myself. Or, you know, music becomes my, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, only heavy in some music uh, for me personally. Um, you know, but you know, it, it, clearly it's not that way for a lot of people now. Now, now look, this is this is the internet, so those could just be some lonely niggas, like you know, what I'm saying they could just be, you know, <laughs> nigga, lo- you know, just lonely. It's just them or whatever. But uh, if you if you have people in your life and you still don't have someone that you can go talk to. Like, I think that's when it becomes a, a problem. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when it becomes an issue. Now, and I'm not saying that it, it, it shouldn't be your wife or that it couldn't be, you know, whoever or whatever, but to have somebody, you know, to go through. Like, everybody don't have a wife, I guess is what I'm saying. So. Right. If I was a single man. Yeah. Like, you just deal with it. Just sit in the house. Deal with it. That's when you, that's when you throw back, throw back that, that whiskey. And bought liquor in <laughs> those days. I remember those days. Um, <laughs> like, but but that's terrible. You know what I'm saying? And that's the fucking worst to have friends and not be able to lean into them. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're at your lowest or whatever, for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Whether you don't like where you're not comfortable being vulnerable, whether it's um, you know nobody ever showed you y'all never had those conversations. That's a fucking terrible feeling though. But. You know what the crazy part is? You know, you know, you know your man's going through something. Like he just tell you something like just just personal, like something that that okay. Usually we talk about sports and et cetera, right? So he just break off and start talking about like his life, what's been going <laughs> on. Like, like he knows something is serious going uh, on, but I hey, but I respect it. It ain't like I make fun of it, nothing like right. that. But it's like you know he's going through something. If he decided, if, if you as a man decided to talk to another man about your problem, it's like you yeah, know he's going through something. I agree. So I, I was saying earlier that I never experienced a friend calling me saying like they just need somebody to talk to, or like you know, can you help me find a therapist or anything like that. But I have had experiences when people call, and typically, you know, they, like, look, now women get a, a good amount of the blame for it. Like women. Because it, it might start like that might be that's an easy transition, typically for a conversation to so be talking about whatever. And you're like, man, this this is <laughs> it's funny. This is the call I usually get. It's like, man, so and so gonna make me kill her. Like that's and that's just the transition. Like, damn, for real, what y'all got going on? And then it's just and look, I don't I don't even and I, I have a, a bad time of being like a problem solver. So rather than you know just people around me, I want to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to actually help, um, you know, whatever situation. But sometimes people just be needing the ear or whatever, right? But that's usually the intro. So, you know, so-and-so person will make me kill them. I'm like, damn, for real? For real? What happened? And then it goes to a whole thing. And then, and then, they, then from there, they branch off into, like, yeah, man, this job is, you know, fucking killing me or whatever. And XYZ is bothering me. You know, my niece did this or, you know, whatever the case is. You know, but um, I, so I, I have and do experience those calls. Um, 
And nigga, sometimes I just I have a bad time or I have a hard time just listening and not trying to help fish. Like, damn, well, have you tried this? Have you thought about this? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't I don't want my you know my people, you know, going through it or whatever. So um I I like to be that one person, you know, that people can call and, and, and lean on or be like, man, let's go hit the bar because you know, XYZ, you know what I'm saying? Like, cool, you know what I'm saying? Let's go hit the lounge or whatever for XYZ, cool. You know what I'm saying? I like being that one call. But on the flip side, uh, and my aunt asked me this recently, she like, you know, she like, she like, I know this, and it's, you know, nothing I complain about because it's just my role in my family or whatever like we talked about before. But my aunt asked me, she was like, you know, you listen all the time when I call and my daughter call and you listen to her issues. And I know your mom called and you listen to her issues. Like, who do you call? She's like, who do you call when you're going through? I'm like, like a title, you know what I'm saying? Like I call a title and listen to music, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and you it's can always that, find that perfect song for uh, man. whatever you're going through. Look, that's usually look, that's wherever I'm at. I usually dwell there and then it'll branch me to something that starts to build me out. I might take a whole evening to do it, but you know, that's just how my process works. And it's not that I don't have people in my life that I can call. You know, saying call and talk to, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, like my, my my chick or my friends or whatever. Like I, I have people that I can call, but it's just not a process that I'm comfortable with. I suppose just because I, I haven't had that practice, I haven't had that. Um, uh, it, it's I'm always the problem solver. You know, so I'm the listener. I'm the that's my role I've been playing for so long. So to have it where it, it, it can switch and potentially switch is uh it's just new for me. Even at 31, it's just new to you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you're 31. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was listening to some old shows and you like, nigga, I'm 30. I'm like, damn, 30? Like, <laughs> so so yeah, so it's just, it's just mm. new for me. Even still, even at thirty one, is new for me to play that role of not not victim. Is what I must say. I don't, I don't mean victim, but just like Robert, I actually have people, and that it's okay. Like reminding myself that it's okay to share, you know, X Y Z. That's why, you know, a show that we talked about a long long time ago. I try to tell my people like, hey, you know, but and I mean family of course, but. And my friend, like, hey, you know, like, you know, I love you, get home safe, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I care about your mental health, or you know, whatever the case is. Uh, we, you know, we had a, we had a whole show about it, you know, saying, talk about how guys just don't say that shit, like, see your friends, like, all right, man, you might say get home safe or stay dangerous or whatever the case is, but you know, I'm like, all right, man, I love you, you know, saying, I, you know, I'll let you tomorrow, or whatever, like, it just don't happen. It's like, but so, so that thing I try to, uh, that's my stigma that I try to change. You know what I'm saying? I reminded myself like, hey, you got people you can talk to if you want to talk to those people. You know what I'm saying? You got, it's cool to tell your guys that you love them. Like, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's my stigma that I'm, I got to break down for me. Hey, so I remember, I got two things to say. First, I'm going to say, first of all, you got to be a strong person to be able to listen to everybody else's problems. Nigga. You know, they, they be, you know, people be telling you some wild stuff. You, 
you know, taking the time to listen to them, but you come to you, not only do you got everybody else problems inside of you, Paul, you got to, you can't even, you can't even say what you need to say, you, you know, vent to other people. So, I most, but I most definitely uh, feel you on that though, because people would just be telling me, I don't know what it is. People just want to tell me shit. So that's cool. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but it's just like, man. Um, and then, no, no, let me just, that's my disclaimer. Every once in a while, and my sister, I think she left now, but um, every once in a while, like we'll, we'll talk. Like, it's, it's just a role. Like, so as soon as we get on the phone, she just goes and so, you know, whatever she's dealing with. And I'm fine with that because that's just been the role that I play. Every once in a while, it's not a knock to her. It's just, like I said, I'm just talking facts or whatever. Like, every once in a while, she's like, so what's going on with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's what's going on in your world? And I'm like, oh, well, the last time I saw it, it's, it's been, uh, you know, three months since the last time we, you know, I, I've had a chance to expel my part. So, you know, I had this, this, and this, and this happened, and. I started a new job. Like, that's usually the big thing. I, I just don't be telling people I'd be at, at new working places. Even you included. I'm like, I thought I told you. You're like, nigga, you never told me one time when you started a new job. I'm like, oh, like, like, you, <laughs> like, you know, like, it's good that you, uh, you know, private about certain things. But, nigga, <laughs> hey. nigga, like, I, uh, <laughs> hey, so I, uh, I remember, uh, you know, you was working. Yeah, you was working at the hotel, right? <laughs> and I, I like one, like one of one of the guys you was following on Instagram or something. So I knew what hotel you worked at, but you never told me. And one day I just popped up on you that <laughs> thing. Hey. was like, <laughs> like how the fuck you know that? Like, I know. Hey. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> way. That's the only way I'm gonna know. <laughs> hey, it don't even be that we trying to be secret. It's just like, I mean, we work like every. It's a job, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's uh you know, a glorious or glamorous job. This last one though, this last one's pretty good. Like my sister was like, uh I'm like, yeah, I gotta go down the, I'm like, I gotta go down the uh I gotta go down the main campus. She's like, for what, an interview or something? I'm like, I'm like, an interview. I took her picture, just like tap into my bag, like the new the new badge or whatever. She's like, I can't I can't believe you didn't this was like this week. <laughs> like I, it was like a couple of days ago. This was this was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what you got an interview down there? I'm like, I'm like, interview and I did like send her a video tapping the badge or whatever. And she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me like this and that. So like so every once in a while like, I get a chance to and like I said, I'm not knocking nobody, but it's just I get a chance to actually say like, Oh yeah, this is what I've been up to. Uh nigga, I remember I bought my house. Now I think you that you was kinda in the loop. I didn't know how this how it was gonna work out or whatever, but my, nobody in my family knew because my family almost I almost went in, I almost went in. But my family have a, everybody, not even my family, but people have a tendency to put their fears on you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, don't start that new business, don't start that new job because this could happen or whatever. So like my family had a tendency, some of them, not all of them, had a tendency to do that. So, you know, I, so I'm like, well, look, I'll, I'll, look, I'll take that back. It was one person. I'm like, cool. I'm, I'm not telling nobody nothing. Y'all will see uh, when I invite y'all for the housewarming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Like, and all it took was one person. So, uh, so I am private like that, but it's not like, because I don't want people to know what's going on with me, or it's not that I don't want, you know, to have people to, to celebrate and, and, and be joyous with, but um, it's just a role that I play. It's the role I played for so long that people don't ask me, you know, questions like that. So it's just, yeah, I just play my role. Like, I'm not doing anything different or weird, but like we were talking about with your situation, just as you get older and you experience more things and you have a, you know, a, a certain knowledge, just different knowledge about stuff, you know, you, you, you know, your thoughts are different or you move differently, you know, but it's not about changing. This is about just a, a difference. Yeah. But I can see not putting, you know, things on social media, like random oh, people yeah, you don't care about knowing your business. That's different. But nigga, if you you know you got a new house, you bought a new house. That's a life changing event. Like it's people out here that's that's sixty years old, never bought their first house. Hey, Period. All it took was one person. Like, man, you 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 sure you want to do that right now? That's all I needed to hear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I, this is how I told my family. I'm like, I sent them, I sent them the listing. And then I sent them me in front of the house with the soul sign or whatever. That, that's how I told them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't worry about it. That was me. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Don't you worry. Hey, but uh, the second thing I was going to say is I watched this interview with uh, Royce Nine. And um, if you don't know him, he's a rapper from Detroit, friends with Eminem, whatever. So him and Eminem was in the studio. And I guess Royce, you know, he was, he, you know, he, he, he was an alcoholic. You know, he, he was he had a drinking problem. So Eminem just said to him, like, look, um, you know, I could see that. What do you say? I could see, like, see that you're struggling, you know, with alcohol. Seems like you're doing it, you know, seems like you're drinking a lot. If you need to talk to anybody, you know, I can, you know, I can help you out. I know how to help you out with that. So, like, most friends don't do shit like that. They continue to watch you yeah. destroy yourself. You know what I'm saying? But then secondly, Eminem, he been through that. Yeah. You know, yeah. recognized that somebody need help because he did, did that, you know, before with the pills he was taking and all the other drugs, whatever. And, um, yeah, like, like most people not like that. They'll let you just drink and smoke every day. Yeah, your life. watching you. Yeah, watching you spiral, man. And and, and then wonder wonder when when they when, when, when you know when they have the funeral, like I just don't know what happened. Like yeah. it just stopped. Like, yeah, exactly. He had a heart. He had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. You watched them do this to us. So that's like um like so even with your situation and earlier, Angela had said that she's glad that you're okay, and of course I am too. But it's like. What if you wasn't okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's just like not having the knowledge. And I'm not saying like I'm as smart as I'm going to be at 22 or anything, but if it was more acceptable, you know what I'm saying, to talk about mental health, to talk about, um, uh, you know, uh, mental challenges, nigga, in the neighborhood, mm. nigga, like, you understand? Hey. Like, niggas get PTSD where we come from. Like, niggas are really like mentally, like, you know, war heroes mentally. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Never been to war one time. You know what I'm saying? But we don't even talk about it in our neighborhood. We don't even talk about it, man. It's crazy. But I will give you credit. Well, especially uh, especially your cousin, uh, uh, Antonio, because he was like, 
Hey, hey, hey. Man, I don't know. <laughs> so I don't even know. You know, like so. This is kind of uh, this rewind a little bit. So this all around the same time where all this stuff was happening, and this was like part of the spiral. And so me and Byron, we was he was at my house, and we was about to go do the show or something, and we got into it or something. Uh, you like you might not even remember. Like you were just talking crazy. Like you were just talking crazy. Like for like days, maybe like weeks leading up to it. Like you were just talking crazy. And uh, so we was at he was at he was at my house, and you had said something. Crazy. I think we was it was general conversation, but then you said something to like Antonio about uh, like, nah, man, when, like, when we fight, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hurt you or something, <laughs> something like that. Like, I like just wild, and we like, what? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like just, you know, what I'm saying so, you know, so. <laughs> So we leave, a, you know, we leave a house or whatever, and 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 uh, we was about to fight. Like, we was legit about to fight. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the, well, in the front yard. No, it was cause, crazy. Cause that's because that's because of the disrespect that, that came in. That, exactly. He <laughs> exactly. was saying something disrespectful. I ain't like it. So I was talking crazy. Nigga, that that whole shit was just wild. But no, but uh, as far as the other shit you were talking about. I already did told you the reason for that. I ain't gonna say on. <laughs> I ain't gonna say yeah. on here. But uh, like I didn't. I was. I didn't know what was going on in that situation. Now, I mean, of course, both situations. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But that particular situation, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, damn. <laughs> I'm talking. Crazy. I I ain't used to talking. This, I, I ain't used to talking this breezy, but. You know, it, it, every, everything was weird for sure. But looking back on it, totally, totally, I could change my ways. So I'm gonna say, right, and, that, and that's and, exactly I'm, and you know, I'm just more smarter about things. So and, that, and that's what I'm about to say. Like, so the only thing I can hang my hat on is that, like, when you when your parents called, it was like you was in the hospital and shit, like. I I didn't I wasn't like fuck that nigga you know what I'm saying even though we had just gotten into it you know what I'm saying I I went down you know what I'm saying I wasn't even working at that hospital anymore but they you know I knew people whatever I'm like you know could you you know visiting hours all this stuff but you know I worked my magic got in there you know what I'm saying and Elise was like you know let me make sure you cool let me, you know what I'm saying like what the fuck going on you know what I'm saying so I'll at least as a young person hang my hat on that like I you know I wasn't just like man fuck that nigga you know hospital fuck that nigga whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, the lead up to it, nigga, I wish I had I wish we had that knowledge, you know what I'm saying, where it wasn't so weird to say, hey nigga, uh you probably should stop doing the stuff that you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You wilding right now, you know what I'm saying? But we just don't we just didn't know. We just didn't know. Um so b- because of that, and I, I just got a couple of questions just to wrap up. So like, do you feel like being what you've been through, and just in general, you don't have to, you know, corner it to like that situation or whatever. But like, do you feel like shame, like shame, plays a big part in like the male psyche to, to ask for help? Like sometimes, like just as a male, like you don't want to ask for help. Like look, look, like women, women always make the, the joke about like guys not asking for directions and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to 
you know, had that shame, like, yeah, this nigga was lost. Like, I, I was lost. I didn't know where I was going. I had to, I actually had to stop and ask for help. You know what I'm saying? Like, so do you feel like shame plays a big part in, like, the male psyche in uh, general? Look, I almost definitely say yes. You know, I went through what I went through, right? And a nigga going to say, uh, <laughs> you going to say, you you know, you out here, you out here, uh, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, what you mean? Like, how, <laughs> how am I supposed to control it? Like, like what you mean? Like, I, I forced that upon myself. So now I'm like, damn. Is uh, you know, that's why people say, you know, that's why black people feel like they're shame when it comes to anything mental health. Like, like first of all, you got to be strong just because you're black, period. And then on the mental side, like your mental cannot be fucked up. It's 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 a it's a it's negative to have anything mentally fucked up with you. Now, granted, nothing is look nothing is mentally fucked up with me. I got to put that out there in the airways. <laughs> but but right. it's, but like Chris Rock said, it's okay to not be okay. Like people that have mental stuff going on, where they didn't ask for it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they did something and now this is you know they like nigga clearly they wanted to be you know whatever whatever a hundred percent normal would be like whatever that descriptive is it's not like they was like I don't want that give me something I want to be off a little bit like you know what I'm saying they can put me over here like no no one no one asked for that you know what I'm saying so it shouldn't be like nobody asked to be you know what I'm saying whatever your skin tone is like nobody asked for <laughs> no one asked for hair or no hair. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just shit that happens to... It's, it's nothing that you could do about it. Like, nigga, it was built up for... Nigga, you was going to lose your hair then. You know what I'm saying? Or you was going to be XYZ then. Like, it, it, it's... No one asked for this stuff, so it... So it shouldn't be, like, a negative thing. You know what I'm saying? And I think... I agree with you. I think shame plays a big part in it because... um they put look even on application for job. Right. They put they tell you to, to mark if you have like mental stuff going on or, or whatever stuff. Like you have any of these disabilities or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't just a line. It's like you know, do you have any disabilities that would prevent you from doing the job? It's like nigga, if you got any of that stuff on this list, <laughs> mark it. You know what I'm saying? But why would I do that? Like so so you cannot pick me. And of course they're like, oh, you know, this is just. We just need to know, you know what I'm saying? This has nothing to do with your bearing, but of course it does. Right. Of course it does. Right. Like, so we can't even talk about having mental health stuff in the normal capacity. I'm not saying you run up to your boss like, hey, I'm, I'm you know, I'm bipolar or whatever. It's like, but to even, you know, have the ability to be yourself and still, you know, function in normal society, like you can't even talk about it. It's just crazy to me. Hey, and you know. I'm a, I'm gonna say yes. The shame, yes, there is shame. Look at me. I won't even tell the whole story. Nigga, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was gonna say it, but I didn't want to say it. Like <laughs> no, like it's just like it's <laughs> no, <laughs> not today. Hey, I'm not. I might tell you yeah. off air for the first time ten years. <laughs> hey, listen, listen to whispers. That's all you need to know. Go go to SoundCloud. All right. And listen to first, whispers. Baby. First of all, the song is fire. Se- uh, <laughs> uh, secondly, the second verse is like, I mean, it's kind of not, well, 
well, the end of the first verse and the, and the second verse is not like accurate to now. So that's why I'm like, ah, I don't really like, I don't really fuck with the lyrics. But at the time, like I was, I'm going through it. Like that's what right. was going on in my mind. But uh, yeah, don't go check it out or check it out. <laughs> it's up to you. Uh, um, all right. So why do you think that men just stay? Why do you think that it's such? It's kind of a loaded question, but why do you think that men? What's your opinion on why men don't um, don't are not like allowed to be happy? I don't mean like happy, like oh, uh, you know, you know, I found some money, or like I mean, like genuine. Just I'm sorry, not to be happy, but like to show happiness or joy. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas go smile in pictures. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You could be having the the best time of your life. You're like, man, like that, that was super cool. You know what I'm saying? But inside, you're like, nigga, that was amazing. Like, I never experienced nothing like that before in my life. Blah blah blah. Like, why do you think that is? We have to like temper our uh, excitement, and then on the other side, when you are like down or whatever. They're like, damn man, what you you always sad and shit. Like, nigga, perk up. Like, you always sad. Like, so you're like, well, good. well, shit. Now I gotta stay in the middle. Like, now I gotta just be good. Like, I can't be high and, and joyous, and I also can't be low. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just that's why when women or anybody asks, like, man, how you doing? Like, oh, I'm cool. I'm fine. <laughs> I, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Just right in the middle. Yeah, like, how was work? I'm work? just good. It was work. It was good. It was cool. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So why why do you think that is? Like, why do you think we can't show happiness or yeah. sadness for that matter? Look, especially like I, like I don't know. <laughs> the happiness thing is weird. Like you can't laugh at a joke and shit in public. <laughs> you you no, you see it though, right? I'm not wilding. Like you see it. But but then on the flip side, it's cool to show aggression. Like, hey, even Will Smith. That man didn't even look bad. Like he went up there, smiled, and smacked him, and was still smiling when he walked back to his seat. Then the only aggression when he said what he said when he said, uh, "Keep my wife's name, <laughs> dude." It's a chain choke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> okay, dude, I got it. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, hey. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't know. It's crazy, man. Like, look, only niggas that say what's up these days if you over the age of 50, like like a random nigga in the street I'm talking about. Hey, how you doing? Hey. That's it. <laughs> I, look, I agree with you. I agree with you. Even, like, just complete strangers. Like, I got neighbors and stuff, and, like, their kids, like, you know, oh, like, you know, what's up? That's why I got the first OG. Like, what's up, OG? I'm like, God ah, damn, nigga. <laughs> How old am I? You know what I'm saying? Too? Like, <laughs> there you go. I got that first one. I'm like, oh, my God. It happened. <laughs> but, you know, but those, those are my neighbors, though. You know what I'm saying? But you you absolutely right. We're on the street, you can nod to people these days, and they're going to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like nothing happens. So, about, what's up with this weird nigga? Yeah, like not, not at me. I don't know him. And, it, and it's and it's absurd. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> That's one of the, the things I do like about riding a motorcycle is, for the most part, you still get your you get your super old people that these niggas don't wave to nobody. You know, Jeep people got their own 
It's a G yeah. game. Or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, motorcycle people be like that too, but then it's like uh if you're too old and you just hate everybody young and you just don't it don't matter what kind of bike you're riding, you just you don't wave at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? So but for the most part, if you got a motorcycle, people would be waving because it's just, you know, it's an own unofficial club, you know what I'm saying? Which is super cool. But just as men, like you can't like I implore somebody to just go just walking down the street or at a mall or somewhere in public and just say what's up to like another guy. Like just weird, you know what I'm saying? Like like if somebody, especially a younger guy, like speaks to and everything, like you, like your uh antennas is all the way up. Like, why are you speaking yeah. to me? Why why so much attention on me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What is this? What is this? So- yeah, uh, just that's I don't know. That's me weird, but the older guy, hey, 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 you don't even think twice about the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think I, that might be a generational thing, but for whatever reason, it, it seems to be that, that seems to be the case. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't hey, know, man. You know, that, hey, that's why women say uh, men are complicated; like they can't figure us out. I mean, women are complicated. I can't yes. wait. To, I can't wait to, to next week when we talk about women. Women are uh, complicated too. That's a show topic. Yeah, we talk about women next week. Hey, and then for you guys that are super excited, the week after that, we're gonna be doing a food challenge because this is episode forty-eight, one forty-eight. So, all right, I got some. I got some shit over here, man. You are gonna have to. Uh, you know, Everything that we discussed, I'm like, damn, that shit is yeah. tough. <laughs> Man, it's a real live ass silence, and it's like shit that I like to eat. And it's tough. Got some stuff over here. Um, let's finish up with men, though. Uh, I just got two. I, just, I, just, I got a bunch more, but let's, let's just say two more. Um, so, all right, when you think about your mental health, right, just in 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 general, on a, yeah. on a daily basis or whatever, like, do you ever dig deeper than like, oh, I, I'm a little down? You know, I say like. Um, me and my lady, we, we usually do like a where you on like on a scale from one to ten, or whatever, right? So clearly five is you know right in the middle, you know, and you know we humans, you know, what I'm saying Scarface got this cold line in the, in the song that he said that I love. He's like, um, he's like, he said, he said one minute you smiling, then the next, then the next you start crying because we can't accept that we born dying, which is in context of the song, it's it's. It's an amazing line. You know, so sometimes you're just going to have days where you're not at a 10 or a 9 or whatever, right? Um, you know, but I like to be, and I like her to be over, at least over a 5. Like, man, you got to be at least in the green and on the good side to me. Um, you know, it's not it's not always feasible, you know what I'm saying? But for me, that's where I like her to be. That's where I like to be, whatever, at least, you know, 6 and above, between 6 and 10. Um, you know, but when you have those days where you are under five or, you know, when you're at two or whatever on the list, do you ever dig deeper? Like, do you ever think like, not just say like, oh, I'm, I'm a two today. Do you ever dig deeper? It's like, why am I a two today? Like, do you ever dig deeper in yourself? And it's not, not necessarily talking to other people, but just to yourself. Like, do you think about why you're feeling the way you're feeling? Yeah. I remember, <laughs> remember I just started, uh, like a year ago, I just started working out again, right? You know, so I, I was lifting weights and everything, and I just noticed, like, my aggression was just up. 
know, so I just went to work on some uh just on some evil shit, right? And uh I knew what was going on. <laughs> I do because it's because my te- like my you know I haven't been working out my testosterone level. I know my testosterone levels are peaking right now, right? But I just couldn't stop being me. <laughs> like I'm talking about to, to like to yourself or to the weights or no no no. I'm talking about at, like at work. Like I went on oh, okay. work to work just on some mean shit. And you know, coworkers like, what's wrong? Like you just acting mean to me. I just can't believe it. But I didn't want to say. Oh no! Right. Yeah, I was looking way. You know, my testosterone is up. Like I don't know. I'm like I'm actually in a good mood. <laughs> but I'm aggressive right now. Yeah, but I'm just aggressive right now. And nigga, it was nothing I could do to get me out of the out of that mood in that instance. But on a normal, regular, I'm not feeling good today. I just need quiet and peace, just to reset. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I'm I'm even I'm even killed at it, like all times. Like I really don't get too mad. Um, I'm just in a, in a good mood. Um, people think I'll be in a bad mood because I'll be, you know, on a straight face most of the time. But uh, nah. cool. What's up? Where you been at? I was at your. I had to go to cut your job. Somebody hit, you know, in my, in my wife's car. I ain't see. What was up? <laughs> like we needed, we needed a uh, spectacular customer service in that instance. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Um. All right. So I, I think for me, I, I, I think I, I never ask myself why am I feeling the way I'm feeling. Um. I, I, I never do. Like I never. Um. I never, I never dive deeper. You know what I'm saying? Because one, I feel like, all right, if I'm, if I'm, whatever it is that's making me feel this way, ultimately, like I said, I, I'm very logical. So I, ultimately, I'm in control, and you know, it, it's up to me to turn it around. Blah blah blah. You know, but it, it's up to me to do it though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't, like I don't. Um, I never really dive deeper, like, cause, cause ultimately, to me mentally, it doesn't really matter where you are. What matter is coming out of it, you know. Saying so making sure that you're not dwelling too long, making sure that you're not tunneling too deep or whatever, making sure that you, you know, plateau where you are and start building, you know, building yourself back up. Now, I, 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 I can say that that doesn't. No, this is the first time I ever said it verbally, and it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't sound healthy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The first time I ever said it out loud, it doesn't sound like a healthy thing to do, but, you know, it, it's my process or whatever. But I, I never really dig deep to think why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Um, uh, one of my old school partners, like, he he, he was like, uh, <laughs> he, he, he a Gemini, so he, he like big into astrology and stuff. Um like uh, he's like, uh, so he used to go gap before I see you know between when I see him. Oh uh, man, what, what kind of Gemini is you today? You know what I'm saying? Like what what you got going on today, man? What kind of Gemini is you? And uh, you know, I <laughs> even if, even if I can tell him, like, I can't be like, you know, this is the reason. Not even this necessarily. This is the reason, but I don't even tell myself like, you know, why am I feeling this way? I just be like, 
whatever the reason is, we got to combat it. We got to come out of it. As you said, where, where did you go? I can see your district. Uh, you know, you know where. I ain't about to say on the air. <laughs> Angel said, uh, "You're so logical. I'm surprised you don't dive deeper, even logically." Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm kind of. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that I don't dive deeper in, in that sense. Um, to, to find out why, but I think at the I think I just bottom line it. Like, give me like, what's the bottom line? The bottom line is, um, the bottom line is I, um, like, like I don't know. It doesn't matter why. The the bottom line is we need to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? That's the bottom line for for me. Um, you know, so you so you're not wrong. Uh, Angel, you're not wrong, but I, I, I very rarely do I dive deeper, um, and that's and that's just me. Um, hey, but yeah, I mean, everybody handles their emotions differently, you know. Like, 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 if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be logical and not act out on your emotions, if somebody is, you know, just talking, just talking, you know, whatever they say, talking crazy. I mean when you're dealing with other instances with yourself, you're going to be the same. Like, think out, think it out logically. Like, why I'm bad? And what happened? Right. Okay, let me throw in the hove. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. I hope okay. make me feel better with the with, with, with these lyrical lines and double entranges that he's saying. <laughs> okay, I, I feel right. good now. I'm feeling I'm in a good mood. Or, or at the minimum, enough to distract me to, you know, put me back onto the path of the stuff that actually matters. Uh, it's funny that you said it because I got three albums that, like, my go-to albums that I go to when I'm like feeling down or just you know below a five or whatever. I either go to the JG four four four, that's just fire. Uh, the Kanye eight oh eight because that's it, <laughs> that's it is fire. Or uh, the Tupac All Eyes on Me because man, he got some topics on there where he dive into kind of like the mental health, uh, uh, you know, aspect of things. The the um, you know. You know, death or whatever. Like he 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 goes into some subjects on there. Um, you know, the, you know, double this album that's super slept on. Even though it's not slept on, I'm still. I always say it's slept on because it's just an. Is that that's how amazing this is. All eyes on me album for sure. Um. See, I like I like how I like how these artists that's getting older are still coming out with albums because. Their, their subject matter change, right? Yeah. Like, like we got all the them, so they just put their wisdom yeah. in it. Like, damn. Or sometimes you'll listen to, you know, one of their older albums, and you're listening to it, listen to it at the age they were when they made it. You're like, oh, yeah. Man, I, I see now. <laughs> Absolutely. And I and I'll, I'll just throw out a song specifically um, to go along with those. Uh, it's a song by Ti. <laughs> featuring Dave Chappelle, which is funny, but it's called Seasons. It's featuring somebody else too, but Dave Chappelle on it, he's talking or whatever. But it's called Seasons. Like, that's another go to song. It, it just put a lot of stuff in perspective in regards to life and family and trying to live up to expectations and just how the seasons change, you know, as you go in and out of, you know, life. Like, should just be different, you know, as, as you progress. Like, every season is just something different. Yeah, that, that's like. Time. You know, like so. You know, I'm I'm 34 now. I'm getting older, and I'm just feeling old. Like, damn, like, 34? like, 
Like you got a you got a month, nigga. Shit. But anyways, so I'm thinking like you know I, I might be too old to do this and shit. And let's see, you know, here come hoes. Like I've been focused. I've been focused since I said hi to thirty. Y'all <laughs> young niggas, y'all can't hurt me. <laughs> man, bars, man. You better watch and observe me and learn how I earn better. I burn cheddar, like. And that's set you in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, I'm right I, back I, on track. I swear, it, look, it doesn't take much, man, but that music does it for me for sure. Um, all right, man, I got one more question. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, how do we find it? All right, so for those of you that don't know, somehow we're doing a mental health charity event June 25th. We're literally like two months away, two months and a day away. Uh, from our event. Um, so be sure to sign up at epiphany.5k.run. Um, uh, we're going to um, a, a 5k this weekend. Like I said, if you haven't seen our last episode, please go watch it. Uh, it's, it's super good. Um, you know, we're talking with uh, like an ex-Marine, and he talks about his challenges and his bounce back. Uh, super good, man. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out. We're going to their race to not only sign up more people for our race, but to support and everything. And, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great time. But for those of you that don't know, we're, not, we're putting up our event June 25th um, uh, for mental health um, awareness, you know, like just in general. So please come out and support and, and do your thing, um, uh, you know, as far as signing up or volunteering. Like all, all, that, all that good stuff helps. If you know somebody that might be interested a company, a business that might be answers in sponsors, uh, please let us know. Uh, and um, and we'll be sure to get in contact with them. But, um, Byron, so my, my question to you is, um, uh, oh, Angel said, uh, come walk, donate, charity event, June 25th, 5K, for sure. I, I, love, I love the support. Um, but my question... My question to you, I mean, two, 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 what was that? Two months in a day. Yeah, to get in shape. Two months in a day, yeah, right, nigga, right, to get in shape. So my question to you is, so not only from, so my the original question was, like, what are you hoping to take away after the event, like going through the process after the event? But I just want to add on to that. So not only after the event, but after all these conversations that we've had. Um, so, you know, we're doing a men's show this week. Do a women's show next week. Last week it wasn't veteran um, specific, but that, like I said, that's something that we didn't um, like uh, incorporate because you know neither me or you are veterans or whatever. But uh, what are you expecting, or what are you hoping to take away from this experience of like just diving deeper into mental health, uh, leading up into after, leading up and after our event? Um. Well, first of all, after bring, bringing aware, awareness to the city, um, I would still like to have shows like this. Here, I mean, the trauma series was the start of it. You know, we already we, we already gave the people um, things about ourselves, but now it's time to bring awareness. You know, and for what other people are going through, like like you said last show, um, we gave you a little insight of what. You know, someone who's in the armed for 
forces, uh, what they go through. So there's many other facets we can explore with this. Because this is something that everybody goes with. Um, you know, whether you're in the armed forces or you um, grew, you know, grew up in an abusive home household. So, you know, I just want to continue to, you know, you know, push this initiative, um, and hopefully we can have it. Uh, you know, have a second annual. We 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 still ain't do the second annual yet. Like I would, I would love to say the second annual. Because if you do another, like you do another one, that means you did a, a one before. Shit, it's tough, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, <laughs> it's, it's tough. But I agree with you. It's tough doing anything, but like, how many people you know that can say, "Oh, we had a but we had a bowling charity event." Like, unless it's small, unless it's like radio or some shit. And them, they the radio, so they don't even count. Them niggas got a whole ass budget. Exactly, I agree. Um, Angel said uh, it's important, fellas. She said I lost a old coworker this week, and it was a tr- it was a tragedy uh, that didn't have to happen. Uh, so awareness, um, yeah. So that's a terrible situation. Um, but yeah, it it, it just like um, it, it don't have to happen, man. And I know um, like wild ops is. Is veteran uh, specific or whatever, but you know vets commit suicide at a, at a crazy high rate. Men in general, but vets commit suicide at a crazy high rate. Like so, it's it's help, definitely help out there. You know, you just gotta kind of make the first step or or you know expose yourself so people can come bring the help to you because it is super important, man. It's a lot of stuff that happened, you know, to us. Um, you know, as people or whatever, and then you know, some people that's going through things. It can be solved with, you know, a conversation. I don't want to say solved, sorry, but it could be addressed, you know, through a conversation. Um, having that sense of community, you know, especially it was kind of a sidebar, but men, I think, um, thrive in like a sense of community. You know what I'm saying? So, not that it even got to be all the time, but like the, the pandemic kind of stopped people from going out. And so I was reading the thing, and it was like men have like shoulder to shoulder relations, is what they call it. What is that? Weird. Weird. <laughs> it, it sounds weird. Like when you're sitting at a bar or something, like you typically shoulder to shoulder, right? You sit next to each other. You know, when you um, you got a, a football game or a baseball game, you you typically sit next to each other. You shoulder to shoulder, like your your shoulder to shoulder type of like situation when it comes to um, you know. Uh, like experiences and, and just being so you might not talk about you know what you're thinking about but when you go to a cigar bar you're sitting next to you know somebody and y'all shoulder to shoulder for the most part or across the table but y'all shoulder height you know saying uh just across from each other and i never thought about that you know because i'm perfectly fine being you know off by myself but every once in a while you have the the need or whatever to be you know to want to be <laughs> it sounds so strange to want to be, you know what I'm saying, like in, in a community, in a communal situation or whatever, you know what I'm saying, wherever that might be. You know, even if you buy yourself technically, if you go to, you know, a cool environment, like let's say you go to a cigar bar, you technically are by yourself, but everybody in there, like, y'all are smoking cigars, y'all got that in common, you know, whatever it is that's going on, like, but that sense of community, like we all doing this together or, 
we all ride motorcycles together or, you know, whatever the case is, even though technically you're here by yourself, like men are like built on that, like studies or whatever. Scientifically, men are built on that. Look, so, that's why I like Reddit because they, like you may be into something that nobody around you is there. Hey, Reddit be crazy. Hey, yeah. literally, whatever it is that you interested in, Whatever it is, whatever topic, somebody else is also interested in it. But that's great, though. That's what we kind of need as men. Like, we need to know that we're not alone when we feel a certain type of way or that when, you know, we have these thoughts. That we're not the only person in the world having these thoughts. Like, it, it's not you – know, that's a beauty thing about the – I mean, as bad as the Internet is, like, the beauty parts of it is that you can have that sense of community with somebody, you know, clear across the country, clear across the world – you know what I'm saying? Because y'all have that in common. Y'all have, you know, um, the sense of, uh, you know, I'm not the only person that feels this way. I'm not a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? No matter what uh, <laughs> Emmanuel said on Epiphany Media, I'm not weird. It's a bunch of us that feel this way. Or it's a bunch of us that think this way or react this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, that's the beauty part of the internet. But it, it's for sure, for sure, like, Men need that sense of community, you know what I'm saying? That's why men have all the clubs, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's women clubs too, but that's why men have clubhouses, you know what I'm saying? Moose lounges and, and fraternities and all that, you know, all this stuff. Like, they need that sense of community, man. They need that sense of community. So, um, huh? Hey, remember that spot on 116th I told you where it's men only? That's weird, though. <laughs> I, I, well. I get it, but that's weird. That is it. That's exactly it. But they was talking about some unsavory stuff going on in there. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a part of that. The towel only. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to be a part of the towel only society. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. They're trying to eat towel. Uh, yeah, like eating like uh, Italian sausages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to be a part of that, but I get it though. You want to have a sense of community of people who are like-minded. I completely understand it. Um, I know I just said a bunch of stuff, but what I'm hoping to take away like from the event and the lead up into the event is one, of course, I want to learn something, especially next week. Um, I want to learn more about, you know, women and, and, you know, their mental health struggles, you know, so, you know, it helped me. So not only in my, and my like my relationship and my relationship with my my mom or my sister or my nieces, you know, what I'm saying like just to help me understand the challenges that women go through, and you know, so um, you know, so, so everything. I just want to learn more. I want to learn more how to interact with people and not such an abrasive way. How to <laughs> realize that you know feelings are a big part of things as well as logic. Like it's not just logical, even though I know it, but Sometimes I have a hard time turning it off or whatever. So um, I'm just interested in learning more, putting on a great event, and then like he's eventually having a second annual, you know, uh, thing, uh, awareness event or whatever. But it all starts with the first one. So um, please come out and support us. Uh, share with all your friends. Um, for those of you that watch or listen to the podcast, if you go to epiphany.5k.run, when you sign up, if you use the word podcast as your promo, then you get an extra four or five bucks off. I don't quote me because I don't remember. 
but use the word podcast, you'll get extra money off. And then you also can uh, share on your friends list. I want to say on Facebook and I'll take an extra $2 off uh, as well. Um, so come out to support us. We appreciate the people that did support us. We appreciate our sponsors uh, for sure. And uh, like I said, we're about two months away and um, we still need more help, uh, you know, to make this thing a success. So uh, be sure to do that as soon as you can. We appreciate it for sure. Yes, we do. And we will see y'all on June 25th um, for the charity walk. And, uh, you know, I, I, my fellow, my fellow guys, uh, you know, be sure to take care of your mental health. Go talk to somebody if you need it. Other than that, y'all know. Remember to on your own. Talk about stuff like this, but don't exactly do this because you know uh, y'all ain't gonna be good. Is it? I gonna say we we had that crush uh, on general principle. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so salute to the seniors always. You guys be safe. Had a good week. We're looking forward to talking to y'all next week. As we hit the two-hour mark, we haven't did two hours in a long time. <laughs> but um, thank you. We appreciate you guys. And uh, like I said, we'll talk to y'all next week. Hey, wake up. Hey, I got tickets for sale for my 5K for mental health. Did you buy them yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm signing up right now. I'm about to sign up right now. Hey, you know Vegas going to throw another interception. Did you buy tickets to the 5K yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I got, I got you. I got you. I'm going to stand up. Come on, man. I know you bought tickets to the 5K. Tell me you bought tickets. Man, I'm about to get them right now. Right now. I promise. Oh. See, yesterday's price ain't today's price. No! Well, at least you can save $2 off if you post it on your social media.